Hello, my friends. I'm Kira Misi, and this is my podcast, Finding Rainbows, on an ordinary day, where we dive into the ordinary, looking for the extraordinary. Because, well, life is hard, but if you look close enough, you will find the rainbows. Let's get started. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited today because one of the newest rainbows to the podcast, artist Ginny Mossman, will be here today to talk about all things creative and positive. She's a self-proclaimed teacher by day and doodler by night, caught my eye on Instagram and with her positivity movement through her colorful artistry. From her beautiful quote-filled drawings of whimsy, she is spreading rainbows all over the internet. And I just had to meet the smile behind all of this positivity. So without further ado, artist Ginny Mossman, welcome to The Rainbow. Hey, thanks so much for having me here today. Oh, you're so welcome. So I have to ask you, have you always loved to draw? Yeah, art has always been. I've always been more of a right brain person. So growing up, all forms of art drama, singing, all of those things were things that I was heavily involved in um, all the way growing up. So yeah, always enjoyed it. I love that. Now, I know we had a little uh, little tete-a-tete before we started today, and I mentioned I was a singer. You did not mention you were a singer till right now, so I love that. Are you still singing? Um, I do sometimes uh, help sing at church. Um, yeah. Otherwise, it's more just, you know, in my car. Well, I love that. I love that. You got to keep it alive. Once a singer, always a singer, I say for sure. So how did you get into graphic design? Um, When, like I said, I'd always really loved art and I'm a teacher by trade. And so a lot of times I would incorporate art into activities that we did in classroom. I teach English. So there are a lot of times when that could just kind of flow into what we were doing. Um, But really when the world shut down in 2020, I became my kid's teacher. So at that point I had a four-year-old and a fourth grader and, um, I was like, okay, we're all home together all day long. You know, what are we going to do? Mm -hmm. And it was really cool because so many people were doing so many cool things, probably partially for their own sanity, but also realizing other people needed it. And so there started to be like these really cool free live, like paint with me activities and like different art activities that were occurring. And so the kids and I just started doing art each day and I would do it along with them. And I began to realize, oh my gosh, like this is amazing self-care. This, you know, is so fun to do. And it was something I could do along with my kids. So that's really, um, that spring of 2020 is really when I started, I don't know, more actively doing art again. Yeah, that's wonderful. I love that. You know, I was going to ask you, what do you teach? But you just mentioned English. And uh, that was my absolute favorite uh, subject in school. I loved writing. And so I'm not surprised that hand in hand goes um, art with that for you. That's really incredible. So have you always wanted to be a teacher? I have to know that. Yeah, ever since my mom was a teacher and really like ever since kindergarten, I still remember writing that, what do you want to be when you grow up? Um, Teacher was there. I did go through a phase where I thought I might want to be an architect, but like at really at that point, it was because I like drawing houses. So it was actually more of an art thing than architecture. Yeah. And then um, for a while in college, I actually switched over to fashion merchandising because Mm -hmm. I've always loved fashion and all that creativity that goes along with it. But then I realized that 
fashion merchandising is not like putting together cute outfits. It's a lot of economics and math, Mm -hmm. um, which was not (laughs) for me. And so I did go back to teaching and this is my 19th year teaching. Oh my goodness. That is so incredible. I mean, I have to say, I've never met a teacher. We have quite a few teachers in our family and I have never met a teacher that didn't say, no, I've wanted to do this since I was little. It's such a calling and and an incredible one at that. So I love that. I love that. So where do you find inspiration for um, your drawings? Which, by the way, everyone listening, I have to tell you, um, I'll put it in the show notes, a link to all of her beautiful drawings. But it's all, um, quote, inspired often, uh, positivity statements. So um, where do you find the inspiration for that? Um, I find them in a lot of different places. There is a pretty cool artist community on Instagram of different creators who I'm oftentimes inspired by. Mm -hmm. Um, Oftentimes, like one quote I did last week, we were reading about um, a unit on facing adversity. And there's this really cool lady, Amy Mullins, who has, um, she's a model. She's probably around our age, but she was born without legs. And so she has prosthetic legs. And we read this passage about them and how she really took that as an opportunity for her instead of looking at it as an adverse thing to not have, um, to not have legs. And one of her quotes is that when we realize what makes us different, that's when we actually find our greatest source of creative power. It's not in like, how can I be like the other people out there? Mm -hmm. What is my voice? What do I bring to the table? And that's when I'm going to be at my greatest. That's when I'm going to be at my best. So really, I mean, all over the place. Um, We also listen to, I don't know if you're familiar with the Calm app. I'm not. Oh, Calm app. Yes, yes, yes. I've never used it though. Tell me about it. So it's fantastic. It's free for teachers. Um, I think there's a monthly fee otherwise. Um, but they have daily, uh, guided meditations that you can go through. Mm -hmm. Um, and I start each day in my class with the daily calm and we actually listen to the daily J. Um, so a guy named Jay leads it and he is fantastic, amazing. And all of it is about mindfulness and purpose and kind of making your life the best it can be. And so we start each day in class with the first seven minutes where the kids can draw, they can use fidgets, they can do kinetic stand and they listen to this meditation each day. So a lot of times I'll get inspiration from that as well. So other people that are putting good stuff out into the universe, you know, oftentimes like I'm ready to catch that and do something with it, you know, propel it on. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that about you. I think that is so incredible and what a wonderful way to start a day at school on top of it. You're kind of putting all of your loves together in one into your teaching. And and I love it. That would have been a wonderful way to start the school day. I know that my own uh, youngest son always looks forward to art class. Now, if he got to do a little bit of art before he started every morning, he would be so he'd be running into the car and jumping out into school every day because I know Mondays are his favorite. That's art day. So that's incredible. So I really love your statement drawings uh, about self-care, which is what we're basically talking about and ways to be happy. And uh, one of my favorites that I recently saw you put out there was you're never too old to dream another dream. I love that. I love that. So do you sell the pieces that you design? Um, I do have um, some things on my Etsy shop. I have some fonts that I've created that are on there for purchase. I have some stickers that I've made. And then I do have some digital prints. So a lot of this, you know, 
I've been kind of just making it up as I go. I had no idea when I started my page last November um, that I'd have almost 40,000 followers in less than a year. You know, it just revealed to me how much our world is just yearning to know that they are loved, that they have value, they have purpose. And, and so I feel like on the business end of it, um, I do a number of side gigs and I've created for a lot of like done freelance work. Um, but I haven't done a lot with actually creating products myself to sell so much other than what's on Etsy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I will make sure at the end of this podcast to link all of that up, anything and everything you want to tell us on the show notes of the podcast. So everyone can reach out to you. I know the holiday season is coming. So it's always nice to have something new and unique to give mm-hmm. as a gift. So I I absolutely love that. And like you said, over 40,000 followers, that is absolutely amazing. Was that your original purpose to accomplish? Uh, was it just, hey, if I can reach one person with positivity or were you hoping it would blow up or was that a complete surprise? Um, when I was doing this, before I went digital, I did a lot of like... Um, hand lettering. And actually what kind of inspired me was this cool, um, I'm a Christian, so that's an important part of me as well. And I had gotten this book off Amazon called scripture doodle, um, Mm -hmm. by this lady, April Knight, And she was just taking Bible verses and turning them into doodles. And that's kind of how I just started actually doing things before I went digital. So it was just kind of like doing it by hand and using colored pencils or markers or, um, uh, I'm losing the word the crayons that are oil pastels, sorry, using oil pastels. All of those are really cool. But sometimes I would be like really frustrated that my colored pencil wasn't smooth enough. Mm -hmm. And so, and I was following people on Instagram and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, if I did this digitally, I think that it would give me a lot more opportunities for creating. So I really just bought an iPad and got Procreate and made an account. It was just kind of like, well, we'll just see what happens. Like I didn't really have too much of a purpose behind it other than I knew that I liked making art. I knew it made me happy. I knew it was a positive form of self-care. And I really didn't expect, I mean, the first probably six or so months, um, I think I, I did not have a very large audience at all. It wasn't until about May that I started to just grow consistently, um, Mm -hmm. and have that, have that happen. So I'm not sure where it's going to take me. I'm enjoying it. I love creating the art, um, makes me happy to be able to put so such positivity out there, but no, I didn't really know (laughs) what happened when I started. (laughs) Yes. Well, surprises are so exciting. And I just find, um, in talking to so many incredible people, um, of all Jackson trades is that when you just open your heart to exactly what, you know, moves you, Mm -hmm. there are people to follow. Mm -hmm. You'll find your people. They just want to follow. We're like, okay, you're holding up the light. I love it. Let me follow along. So I love that you're doing that. And I love that it's um, faith-based for you as well, which I think is so incredible. So um, what else are your aspirations? Do you think as an artist, as you move along, is it still like, Hey, let's just see what happens. And as I get moved by the spirit, I will do the things. Um, I think that I definitely, um, I have the opportunity and it's going to be coming out pretty soon to illustrate an activity book to go along with a series of children's books with an author. And so that's going to be coming out soon. And that was really cool. And that did cause me to think I would love to make something like that myself. I would love to make something that is towards, um, 
really a middle school, high school girl audience that focuses on all the things that my that I see in my students here at school needing as much as the positivity that I create. And so I have, um, I did do a pitch and I do have uh, um, a manuscript out there and I've thrown it out into the universe just a couple of weeks ago and we're going to see kind of what happens with that. So I would love to be able to take it to that level where I was, I was able to publish. That is so exciting. So you wrote it and am I correct there? So uh, the way that it works with a nonfiction is um, I did a chapter of it. So you don't have the whole thing written ahead of time with nonfiction. So I did a chapter of it, but it's really, I mean, it's going to, my plan is to focus on multiple components of the whole self. So like self-care and mindfulness and, and kindness and gratefulness and just different sections that you would be able to work through with activities that um, kids would be able to process kind of how they're thinking and what they're feeling and, and become better because of it. I love that. Now I'm guessing we can't quite know the title yet because it hasn't been picked up yet. Correct. Okay. Yes. No spoilers, but can we check back with you in a few months when we know everything's going to go amazing? Can we check back with you? And sure that would, it would be awesome if that could happen. Okay. Well, I mean, all the good rainbows in your direction for that, and I'll be looking out for it. And we would absolutely love to have you back again so that we can link that up and, um, you know, it can get out in the world for everyone to, to read and to look at your beautiful drawings. So that's amazing. So inherently you have been given such a creative gift. If anyone else wants to pursue a similar creative path, what would be your advice to them? I think that, you know, just like anything that you find valuable, um, if you care about it, then it matters. And that, persistence and that showing up and that trying and not giving up. I think that grit is in any endeavor that you have in life is so valuable. I remember um, when I was kind of starting doing digitally, it, it was so much harder than I thought it was going to be so much more challenging. And you would look at maybe some things that other people created and it's really easy to gaslight yourself mm-hmm. and to undervalue what you have to offer. But you just got to keep showing up for yourself and keep doing it because you love to do it and, and, and not let anybody else determine if it's valuable or not. I love that. That's that's incredible advice. I love it. I love it. I love it. Girl, you're giving so many beautiful notes into the world today on top of your doodles, which I have to say, it's not just doodling. You're an incredible artist. But I like that you say doodle because it's cute and it's fun. (laughs) And isn't that what we all did in school or I did in high school anyway, (laughs) when I should have been paying attention. So I was wondering, are there other ways that you allow your creative spirit to shine? Obviously, uh, being an English teacher and writing a book, that's that's incredible. Are there other ways that you like to uh, to shine in your creativity? Um, I do love singing, like I said. So when I get the opportunity to do that, I love doing that. Um, I also still, even though I didn't go forward doing fashion merchandising, fashion is something that I've always really enjoyed. So I love to be able to show creativity um, through what I'm wearing as well. And I think even around my home with home decor, where it's, you know, this, this is me yeah, decorating and doing things for sure. And I love, like, I don't know, um, where you're at, but we do have this cool place called the makery where you can go and they do like hand-painted, uh, like signs for your doors and, um, front porch signs and those types of things. So that's also really fun to go in 
and to create welcome, welcome signs for your doors and those types of stuff. That's so fun. I love that you allow your creative spirit to, you know, dip your toe in all the different things that you don't have to just pick one thing. I think sometimes people think I am this or I am that where why put yourself in a box? If there's lots of things that you really love, why not try them all? Mm -hmm. See where they go. And um, I mean, there's nothing better than doing something you really love as your job. You know, we all work in some capacity. So doing something that you love is never work at all, right? Yeah. (laughs) So tell me something um, about yourself that maybe people don't know. That is a really tricky question. Something that people don't know. It could be anything. Your favorite um, ice cream. I I would (laughs) say by nature, I'm actually more of an introvert than an extrovert. So um, I enjoy like, I prefer having a close group of friends versus being friends or claiming to be friends with everybody. I enjoy um, going out in small groups to dinner, but I also really enjoy just staying at home and chilling with my family and cuddling up for a movie. And I think that sometimes people might assume if you are on social media, as I am, that you're, you know, super outgoing or, you know, really self-promoting and all of those things when by nature, so much of me is the contrary to that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, your introverted side has shown up today, (laughs) has shown up on the podcast and is ready to play. So I love it. I love it. That's awesome. So on your creative pursuit, how do you stay true to yourself? I think a lot of it is remembering kind of what what your purpose is and what got you going in the first place. I think that it can be so easy to play the comparison game or play the numbers game um, or, or any of that competition level. But I think that if you kind of go back to what brought you that joy in the first place, what made you excited in the first place, um, you know, and, and continuing kind of that focus as well as kind of seeing, okay, now where could this go? That's great. But I think that, you know, that whole staying true to yourself really matters. Yeah, most definitely. So do you have a favorite mantra or quote? I know you have so many Mm -hmm. on your Instagram, which I just love. I literally do look at them all the time when I want like a little bit of jump in the morning to wake up. It's like my morning coffee. What did she post today or in the afternoon? So I suggest everyone else do it as well. It makes you feel really good. So do you have a favorite one? Can you pick? Um. I think that, I mean, this is totally, it's totally cliche, but Mahatma Gandhi's be the change you wish to see. You know, if we want the world to be better, it begins with us. So you can't play the you should, or he should, or they should, you know, what can you do to make today better for just one person? What can you do to make today brighter for one person? Because we do have the power to make an impact. And, And if we don't think we do, then we're selling ourselves short. Yes. Oh, I can't agree with you more because one person creates a ripple effect. So if you do think, well, I'm just one, but if you affect one, you have the next one affects that one and that one. It is, it's a true ripple effect. When you throw a pebble into the water, it causes such beauty. So, oh, I love that. I love that. So I like to think of rainbows as blessings and that's guiding us along the way. So What rainbows have you seen along your creative journey or just in life that you took note of to really believe in yourself um, in anything and everything that you do? I think like, um, I mean, so much of our life 
is can be faced with challenges too. And I think that throughout my life, I've been given an awful lot of grace that I probably didn't deserve. And so I feel like that continued opportunity for a fresh start, a reboot, a, a do-over, because I believe that you know, God doesn't hold any of my mistakes against me. You know, each of those I think is a huge rainbow because if I can have a fresh start, if I can start over, if I can have grace given to me when I don't deserve, how much more can I then give that to other people? How much more can I share that with other people and try to make them feel the same way that I feel? Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. So where can listeners connect with you online? So I am on Instagram at created by Jenny. Okay. And then I have an Etsy shop too, which is the same name. Um, and so those are really the two places I am right now. I've been thinking about starting a newsletter and a website, but I am not there yet because I like the creating each day. And I know that when I dig into adding those components, then that is more of the business that I've got to focus on than necessarily just the creative pursuit. So right, right. That, that's in my you. head to, to <laughs> add on to that. Yes, I feel you. I feel you. And, um, you know, and it would be great to have a weekly newsletter. That mm-hmm. would be awesome. Or even monthly, you know, mm-hmm. just to see what you're up to or a little bit behind the scenes. I love that you're thinking in that way, but I totally get it. It's the creative side is the most fun for me as well in a lot of different ways. And, uh, but yeah, you might surprise yourself. Sometimes uh, business side, you're like, oh, this is really great. Or like, I love editing the mm-hmm. podcast, which is, uh, which is creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at first, all I could hear was tech tech in my head. And now I'm like, oh, you know, I am so tech savvy. So I love all the ideas that you're coming up with. That's really, really great. So I'll make sure to link all of that up on our show notes, everyone, so that you can uh, link up with Ginny. And can they, um, how would they, would they message you if they wanted um, a design or something specific they were looking for? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So they can message me on Instagram or on um, Etsy as well about uh, freelance work or about custom orders. Okay. All right. Wonderful. Well, it was just so awesome to have you on the podcast today. Everything you said was just such a light, like I knew it would be. Everyone, this is my first time meeting Ginny too. And uh, your smile is just as bright as all of your doodles, which I'm going to call magnificent artistic drawings, which are really, really incredible. I mean, you've really tapped into something that, like you said, the world really needed. And it's straight from your heart. And that's why we feel it. We know this is coming from someone that really cares about the world around them. And I have to say, the family and friends that have you around them, well, they sure are lucky. Very much. Oh my goodness, my friends. How wonderful is artist, graphic designer, creative Ginny Mossman. What a smile on my heart. Ginny, it was so incredible to be able to talk to you and hear about all your goings on. Everyone, make sure you go to the show links today because we will have lots of things linked up so you can admire and be inspired by all of Ginny's art and maybe even purchase something for yourself or for a friend. The holidays are right around the corner and there's always room for inspiration and love on our hearts. Ginny, thank you so much for being a part of the rainbow, a forever friend to the podcast. We are all truly blessed that you shared your light with us today. Friends, have a blessed and beautiful day. And remember, just open your heart to see those rainbows.
Meet me on my Instagram page at Finding Rainbows the podcast, where you'll find more inspiration to feed your soul. And while you're there, join my Rainbow Connection. It's an insider's club where you'll receive inspirational quotes to your inbox each week from me and VIP opportunities, giveaways, I love a freebie, live webinars, and so much more. Remember, you are a light to this world. Shine bright, my friends. I'll see you next time on Finding Rainbows.